0: You're listening to the KCAC Beat now. Introducing your hosts, Hans Nickel and Mark Hoffheins. Hello, and welcome to the KCAC Beat. My name is Hans Nickel, Assistant Commissioner operations here at the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference with me is assistant, Communica- assistant commissioner for communications and sports information, Mark Hoffheinz. Today is October 27th, 2022. It is a nice Thursday fall morning in Kansas, and it is time to preview our football weekend matchups. You will notice that we do not have a news and notes section anymore in our podcast. We are going to begin doing those as their own separate podcast. So the first news and notes is available as its own separate podcast that will hit uh, all the different news and notes from around the conference. But let's go ahead and jump into the weekend preview. (laughs) What's coming up this weekend? Find out in the weekend preview. Our first game we'll take a look at is
1: at one o'clock on Saturday, a late in the season, non-conference game. Avila, who is ranked number 17 in the latest NAI football first down playbook, coaches full takes on Arkansas Baptist College uh, as an away game. Uh, Kansas Wesleyan will play Arkansas Baptist College next week. Just kind of looking ahead there a couple uh, late in the season, non-conference uh, games. But Avila versus Arkansas Baptist College. Avila, looking at their stats over the year, uh, the Eagles are getting 351.5 yards per game. Uh, they're averaging 38.8 points scored per game and only allowing 12.9 points per contest, one of the better defenses in the KCAC. Arkansas Baptist College, uh, we were not able to find stats for them uh, to compare like their season long averages, uh, but they are a, a NAIA opponent. So uh, a, as I said, kind of a, a quality non-conference opponent
0: late in the season. Uh, what are some players you're looking for in this matchup? So we'll look just at Avila again as Arkansas Baptist. We could not find their individual statistics, uh, but we're going to watch Malik Nesbitt, the running back for the Eagles, um former all-conference player 78.5 yards per game on the ground currently he scored seven rushing touchdowns on the year look for him to get going uh, in this game along with quarterback eli williams 157.1 yards per game throwing 14 touchdowns on the year to just four interceptions he uh, also rushed, rushes for about 59.9 yards per game and has scored six TDs on the ground. So it's accounted for 20 touchdowns on the season. Will be a big part of that Eagle offense. Uh, our prediction in this one is Avila to go on the road and defeat Arkansas Baptist 30-14. to 14.
1: Our next matchup is also a 1 o'clock game. Friends travels to Linsburg to take on Bethany. Uh, The Falcons this year are averaging 325.5 yards per game on offense, uh, scoring 22.3 points per game and allowing 29.1 points per game. And then Bethany, their averages on offense, 177 yards gained per game, uh, scoring 7.6 points per contest and allowing 44.4 points per game. Who are your players to watch in this game?
0: We'll start with the road team, the Friends Falcons. Let's watch their running back, Zach Dressler. He's the second leading rusher in the conference in terms of yards per game with 109.8 yards per game. Has scored six touchdowns on the year and is currently rushing at a 5.9 yard per carry average so look for the falcons especially in that heavy run offense to get him going early and often uh, in this game on the road in lindsburg defensively watch the falcons defensive back nolan ewing uh, currently averaging 6.7 tackles per game has had six tackles for a loss but is a uh, very effective roaming defensive back has four interceptions on the year. So look for him to try and create another turnover in this matchup against the Swedes for Bethany. Let's watch their wide receiver, Brock Burnett 59.7 reception yards per game. He leads the team with three touchdowns, uh, averages just over two receptions uh, a game. Uh, Defensively, it's going to be the Swedes linebacker Julian Carpenter, 7.3 tackles per game, does have a sack and a fumble recovery. He's going to have to get a lot of action, especially trying to stop that running game from Friends University. Our prediction for this one is Friends travels into Lindsburg and gets a victory over the Swedes 30-20. to 20.
1: Our next matchup, also a 1 o'clock game, Kansas Westland who has... Is- receiving votes in the latest NAI Coaches poll, travels to Ottawa to take on the Braves, who picked up their first win of the season last week. Kansas Wesleyan on the season, averaging 411.3 yards per game, scoring 40.1 points per game, one of the more prolific offenses in the conference. Uh, And they also have one of the uh, toughest defenses in the conference as well, only allowing 9.9 points per game. Uh, As far as Ottawa goes, 320.1 yards gained per game. Uh, The Braves are averaging 17.7 points scored per game and are allowing 30.7 points per game.
0: Who are your key players to look
1: at in this matchup?
0: Starting with the road team again, the Coyotes from Kansas Wesleyan, that potent offense, 411.3 yards per game. Both our players are going to come from that offensive side of the ball. Uh, First, we'll talk about quarterback Tony White. Tony White. Currently fifth in the conference in passing yards per game at 126.9 yards per game. But his second in the conference with passing touchdowns has thrown 11 on the year. His efficiency rating is also very high with 167.2 efficiency rating. Uh, so look for Tony White to continue to be effective for the Coyotes. The second player to watch is their running back, Nicholas Allsman, 75.8 yards per game rushing. That's fourth in the conference, but he also is effective getting into the end zone, scored eight rushing TDs on the year. That is second in the KCAC. For Ottawa, let's watch their quarterback, Billy Maples, as it's homecoming in Ottawa. Look for the quarterback to uh, really try and get the Braves offense going in front of what should be a really good crowd. 142.4 yards per game passing. That's third in the KCAC for Maples. Throwing six touchdowns on the year and has 113.1 efficiency rating. On the defensive end, uh, watch Linebacker A.J. Hemphill, the current KCAC Defensive Player of the Week, uh, has 11.7 tackles per game. That is second in the KCAC. Two fumble recoveries on the, the year as well. So look for Hemphill to really uh, be a big part of how Ottawa plans to attack that potent kansas Wesleyan offense. Our prediction, Kansas-Westland travels into Ottawa and gets a win 30-14. to 14.
1: Our next matchup is the Mountain Builders of Southwestern College, ranked number 10 in the latest NAIA poll, traveling to Sterling to take on the Warriors. Uh, Southwestern on the year, 387.7 yards gained per game, uh, 35 points scored per game, and only allowing 14.3 points per game. And then the Warriors, 233.7 yards per contest, uh, 14.1 points per game scored and allowing 39.7 points per game this game kicks off at 1 p.m
0: and who are some of your players to watch in this game with the mound builders from southwestern going on the road uh watch their wide receiver josh edson is one of the the big targets a couple different quarterbacks have played all year long for southwestern uh thomas ham josh cagle Uh, but really look for them to target. Josh Edson, 63.5 yards receiving per game, scored four reception touchdowns. That is third in the KCAC. And then on the defensive end, watch for linebacker Josh Carter to really try to cause some havoc for the Warriors and create some turnovers for the mound builders. Uh, 9.0 tackles per game. That's third in the KCAC. He also has nine and a half tackles for a loss. On the year. So, really look for him to get into that Warrior backfield and, and try and break up a lot of plays against Sterling. Uh, for Sterling, the players to watch wide receiver David Timmons, 57.2 receiving yards per game, three touchdowns on the year, one of the most potent Warrior uh, offensive weapons on the year for Sterling. On the defensive end, watch their linebacker, Clinton Reese Jr., currently at 8.2 tackles per game, has two and a half tackles for a loss. He will have his... uh work cut out for him to to stop that Southwestern offense that is just balanced and has a lot of different weapons that they can utilize to score points and gain yardage. Our prediction for this one is Southwestern goes into Sterling and gets the victory uh, 30-14. to
1: Our next matchup will be the Bethel Freshers ranked number 13 in the latest NAI coaches poll. Uh, Traveling to Hillsborough to take on Tabor. That game kicks off at 1 p.m. Bethel averaging 353.9 yards per game, scoring 32.5 points per game and allowing 17.4 points per game. And then the Blue Jays, 240.5 yards gained per game, uh, scoring 15.9 points per game. And the defense allowing 29.5 points per contest. Uh, Who are your players to watch in this matchup?
0: Got a prolific quarterback for Bethel, especially in terms of of putting up points. Uh, Their quarterback's DJ Sears, 117.4 yards per game passings, throwing nine passing touchdowns. That's fourth in the KCAC. Also does it on the ground, 52.6 yards rushing per game. So really a dual threat quarterback. Scored 11 touchdowns on the ground. That is first out of all rushers in the KCACs accounted for 20 touchdowns. On the year defensively for Bethel, it's the linebacker Josh Sebolt that you'll want to watch. He will look to cause a lot of havoc and be all over the field. Eight point eight tackles per game—that's fourth in the KCAC. He gets in the backfield, has four tackles for a loss on the year, and has two interceptions as well. One of which was a pick six uh, for Tabor. Watch their running back, running back Jacob Field. Uh, 33.6 yards per game is not necessarily something to really watch, but he is one the one that will get the ball close to the end zone, has three touchdowns on the year. On the defensive end for Tabor, it's their linebacker, Brooke Gardner, that's going to have a, a lot of work to do against that uh, Bethel offense that can attack you from a, a few different points. Um, Few different scenarios is really going to have to spy that that quarterback Sears for the the Threshers as well, but uh, Gardner averaging eight point three tackles per game has two and a half tackles for a loss on the year. It's also had an interception. Our prediction for this one though is Bethel goes into Hillsboro and gets the victory over Tabor thirty-one to eighteen.
1: And our final game we'll take a look at, and I think it's probably the most evenly matched game of the week as far as. Uh, as far as kind of how they perform throughout the season. St. Mary travels to McPherson to take on the Bulldogs. St. Mary averaging 262.9 yards per game on offense, scoring 23.6 points per game and allowing 30.1 points per game on defense. Uh, Then McPherson averaging 366 yards per game, scoring 24.9 points per game, and their defense giving up 16.3 points per game
0: Uh, what players are you looking
1: at for both these teams in this matchup
0: for st mary watch their quarterback offensively eric covington uh, doesn't throw for a lot of yards per game 104.0 yards per game but has thrown for seven touchdowns and is known to get into the end zone with his feet as well has six rushing touchdowns on the year that's 13 total touchdowns that he's accounted for for St. Mary as one of their uh, more potent scores. Defensively, watch the linebacker, Hennessy Thomas. We say his name every week. Still leads the conference in, in tackles, 12.0 tackles per game leads the conference in sacks with five total sacks has four fumble recoveries Uh, scored defensive touchdowns on the on the year so just really look for thomas uh, to try and create havoc create turnovers uh, really go in and try and disrupt that bulldog attack for mcpherson uh, watch the running back jonathan white we say his name every week too he is the conference leader in rushing and it's not even close he averages 143.7 yards per game rushing that's first in the conference he is the most prolific rusher uh, in the conference has seven touchdowns on the year Um, he is going to try and and really drive that McPherson Bulldog offense in this game on defense for McPherson watch their linebacker Marquise Willoughby Uh, he'll look to To contain Covington and to really put a stop to that St. Mary offense, averaging 7.7 tackles per game, has a sack and a half on the year and five tackles for a loss. Our prediction, the home team McPherson wins this one in a close game against St. Mary, 28 to 21. And that brings us to the end of the weekend preview in football.
1: Well, that'll do it for this episode of the KCAC Beat. Uh, we thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen uh, to make sure you don't miss an episode. We do have a lot of episodes coming out today. Uh, we have this one, men's and women's soccer weekend previews, a volleyball weekend preview, our new news and notes podcast. Also comes out today as well as a uh, kind of a season preview for men's and women's basketball. Today is the first day for, for countable games for uh, men's women's basketball and I believe on both the men's and women's side over half of our teams are uh, competing this weekend so wanted to make sure we kind of reviewed last season of basketball and took a look at uh, what's kind of transpired in the preseason so make sure you check that out but for everybody at the conference office we will you have a great day and a great rest of your week
0: Listening to the KCAC Beat. For more information on the KCAC, go to www.kcacsports.com.